Oh, hey, hey, Wade, how are you? I'm going amazing. How are you? Hey, good. Hey, uh, have you got an album you'd like us to talk about? <laughs> um, yes. Um, the album is uh, Timmy and Wade. No, I was trying to think of something really creative there, but I had nothing. It felt like it was going to go somewhere amazing, but you know, well. It was because that little that little bit of doubt popped into my mind that I could have been on air and I could have said something that was really really bad. What? No, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> so I know that I know that Tom's an athlete and is very body conscious, not like us. Um, so like. Do you need me to stop and get some snacks or beer or anything like that? Or you're good? <laughs> I, I bought some. I bought some shitty beer. Yeah, we've got Is some he, beers. Uh, uh, get what you prefer. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, that's okay. Um, no, I'm just gonna. Um, yeah. No, I've just got some acid and some mushrooms, so I'm okay for drinks. All right, cool, man. Okay, red, 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 red. We've got well, we've got lots of water here, so you know that'll help you out. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I I promise to only flick the lights on and off. You know. <laughs> every now and then. So, do you have a defibrillator? <laughs> we'll hook something up. <laughs> I'll just chew the end up an electrical cord. Should be right. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, no worries. Easy. Yeah. All right. Man, it's busy today. It mm. shouldn't be busy. It's winter time and it's cold and it's wet. I'm hearing you. And it makes, it makes me want to sympathy eat. <laughs> Grab yourself some snacks and uh, uh, if you bring some for us, we will, we will be grateful and indulge Indeed. you. Well... Well, no, we've also got that thing of, like, we need to get cracking on this, too. So if I stop for snacks... Yeah, come on. Dude, yeah, whatever. Because if I stop for snacks, I could start eating them in the car. The next thing, I end up in a gutter somewhere with chocolate all around my mouth and bags of chips and stuff everywhere. I'll get into a... Just send us your Google location. We'll come to you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there in a moment. I'll be there just in time for the heaters to start working. (laughs) <laughs> okay, no worries. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I'll see you. Bye. Hi, do you like albums? We like albums. This week it is 1995's Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. Take this pink ribbon off my eyes. I'm exposed and it's no big It was that far ago. Uh, hey, Tim. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm very Still happy. Still makes me laugh every time we do that. I uh, know. Uh, special guest today, Wade. We have our good friend Wade in here. Uh, yeah. You got the special, right? Yeah, yeah. special. It's special. <laughs> <laughs> very special, yeah, Wade. Yes. Special. Yeah, that's right. Now, this is your album. It is. Yeah. I've, I've, I had no, nothing to do with the recording of it or the oh. writing of it. <laughs> But that's in some circles, it's known to be in my album. It would have been a little bit too self appreciative to uh, be invited on the show and introduce your own album. It um, would have been, yeah. yeah. That would yeah. be amazing. That would have been. How good would it be yeah. to get somebody? Yeah, yeah. Dim knows yeah. guy. Did, oh, you know someone who recorded an album? That would have been good. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you hijacked the show, Wade. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wanted to see what my voice sounded like. It's very nice. You happy? It's it's actually more feminine than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> wrong with that no no that's right i'm married to a lady so it's fine to have a feminine voice that's right affectionate i don't know how that even scans i'm staying well away from that (laughs) okay okay well we didn't do the phone interview you've ruined my preferred intro to the show so no doubts tragic kingdom what's your story with it wade why is that 
your th- why is this an album we're even considering? Well, the first song I heard off the album, I actually heard it at a party. That was a pretty cool party. This is back in the day. It this isn't back, you know, last week. This 16 is sixteen years old. Oh right, yeah, sixteen. We would have been. Can I say a bit of backstory? Yeah, to no, I want to hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So backstory to the party is that there was a, a birthday cake that was just the most amazing looking cake that you ever ever saw, <laughs> and a good friend of ours was like, "I'll have some cake, no problems." So, long story short, he's watching this guy here playing in the back of this uh, back of this house. Uh, so Timmy's playing drums in this band. Oh. I think the band was Midian. Mm. I think the band was Midian. So Tim's uh, smashing out the drums, and um, this friend of mine's like, "I feel a little bit weird." I feel like somebody's putting something in my drink. But turns out the cake wasn't just just a cake. Just cake, yeah. No, there was some, um, some organic cake. organic matter in there. Generous slice of cake it was, did they yeah, have? Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. So um that's what happened there. And how many days did that affect? Just just <laughs> So that's that's twenty uh twenty eight years ago? Tw- and it's still going. Yeah, no, he hasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't worn off yet. <laughs> That's why weight is the way weight is. <laughs> Great party. <laughs> Actually, no, it wasn't me that ate. Oh, no, I had cake. But yeah. I definitely had cake. <laughs> I definitely but had the, cake. Uh, but the other guy that didn't know that he had cake. Yeah. yeah we haven't uh, found him yet. Oh, no, we found him on the weekend. He <laughs> plays bass guitar with us. Oh, <laughs> I think I might have just dobbed him in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so full uh, disclosure, Tim is in plenty of bands in uh, local bands in town. One of the bands he's in is Trey Amici with Wade, who is live in studio today. Well, live in Shed. Live in Shed studio. Live yeah. in Shed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wade has listened to a few albums, podcasts. He might be our only listener besides Bud. That's right. But wanted to come on. And we were going to do Chili Peppers. We were. Because we the last one was Chili Peppers, and we were going to have a look at Bud Sugar Sex <laughs> You got it. Oh, my God. You no, That's the I love that in, album and I cannot get it. First but, time in 20 times yeah, you actually oh, said it yeah. right. But then you two, I feel like this is a bit of a conspiracy because, Tim, I know that you are a Gwen Stefani Stefaniac. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You love No Doubt. Absolutely. And, Wade, you've come back. Oh, no, no, no. Let's do Tragic Kingdom. Let's do No Doubt. So. Yeah. Justify to me, gentlemen, why this album should even be considered in a podcast about albums. I actually told the story about the cake before I said anything about the song. Oh, yeah, we didn't even music. get there. Yeah, Sorry, there. I do this. So, I, I skip yeah, around. No, so, I right. so the cake. I was responsible for yeah, that. Yeah. So um, I heard them play Just a Girl. Oh, right. I heard right. them play Just a Girl from, um, from that album. Um, so you didn't even hear the album first. You just heard a, a, I, a local I, cover I, band yeah, do the song. I'd, I'd heard them play it, but then it, then it became big on um, – it wasn't MTV. It would have been Rage back then. Mm, yeah. yeah, heard it then and uh, bought the album, bought the CD. Actually, I think I might have even went down to the local music store and put the earphones on and um, yeah. actually listened <laughs> to it the and, then, and then bought it. Yeah. Kids do not know. They do not know what they're oh, that, that Yeah, because that was a thing. Yeah, it was magic. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It was almost a thing, you know, like you'd, you'd go down, I can't remember what the record store was down in the main street in Fremantle and they used to have the, the whole selection of it. it was like three or four booths. you go in there and have like five different CDs in there. you pick your favourite one that you want to have a listen to and I bought so many CDs that way. It was it was a thing to do, you know. It was it was just such a thing to be sort of immersed into. Yeah, or you're and wandering around town, you got nothing else to do, wandering into the CD shop and, and just see what was on. Absolutely. Well, that yeah. was our that was our version of Spotify. It's like heard about this band or what are we going to do? Oh, I'll go get the record and have a listen to it, which was great because normally I'd hear a song or hear of a band, go buy the CD and the album sucks. Yeah, so it was nice yeah. to have a bit of reaffirmation before uh, making the purchase. You know, that was all part of it. To get off your backside to do it. That's right. Right. So, no doubt, 
huge. Uh, it's easy to forget how big this album was. Mm. Tragic Kingdom, no doubts. It's their third album. Yep. But it could be argued it was their debut album. Yeah. And most people probably don't even know, know they had albums before that. In a sense that the, <laughs> there's this massive tragic story around around how the album ended up getting finished yeah. that revolves around Eric Stefani, Gwen's brother who started the band. Yeah. From my little bit of research, mm. you had Gwen and Eric Stefani. Gwen's two years younger than Eric. Yeah. And when they were kids and teenagers, they discovered Madness and other British ska bands from the 80s. Mm. We're talking late 80s, early 90s here. Yeah, totally. Uh, oh, actually, just late 80s when they discovered Madness and stuff. Because Gwen is how old now, Tim? Mm, we don't ask a lady. <laughs> old enough. Timeless. <laughs> old enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gwen's been around a while. So the band was originally formed in 1986 when Gwen was 17. Mm-hmm. Eric was 19. Yep. So they loved Scar and Madness stuff. Yeah, and especially in like in their first two albums are just all that kind of jazz, you know. It's so such a, a roar and and they really wear that passion on their sleeve, but then they come up with their complete own thing. I remember watching it probably was when she was 17 or 18. I remember it was like a lunchtime concert. It was either at uni or was at school. There's just this footage of her just, and no doubt, just coming on stage and absolutely slaying this place. Mm. And it was just right from the get-go. If you saw No Doubt at the early stages, you'd just be going, my God, they're, they're off. She, she was unbelievable and the band was always unbelievable. You know, the players in it have been tantamount to the success of the band because of the, the sheer mindset and skill that they bring to the band. It's a really eclectic mix. It is. They've been going since 86. Mm. Tragic Kingdom gets recorded and released 90, re- recorded oh, yeah. sort of almost over three years, but really yeah. the last recording session was 95, released in the end of 95, entered the charts in January 96. Mm. And there was a long lead up to that. Like this album didn't take off straight away. In the intervening time when they were recording it back in 1994, 95, mm. Eric leaves the band. He's the guy who starts it. He's the main writer of all the songs. Yeah. Complete creative control. And some of that was getting pulled away from them as they were having more and more success and having to deal with record execs and stuff. Yeah. And when they brought in people to produce Eric's that Lost didn't, his creative yeah. control a bit, yeah. And and he couldn't handle it. It made him quite depressed. And they were having rehearsals at his house and he wouldn't go to rehearsals. Yeah. So he leaves the band. Stefani and the other boys have to finish off the so album. what instrument was he playing? Yeah, he was the player. keyboard player and arranger and songwriter. So he was the band. He was the band. <laughs> yeah, he was much. the band, essentially. So they get the first two albums out. They have middling success. They're a great live band. And like they toured for years and years. And there was, following. there was like, yeah, a huge... Local following, and but there's like seven of them in a van. They've got no money. And right as they get to the point where they're recording it, Eric essentially cracks the shits mm. and, and leaves. He's fine in the end, by the way. Yeah. But he, he being a creative, he had other things. He ended up being an animator on The Simpsons. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's the famous Simpsons episode, Homer Palooza. Oh, and Homer yeah, goes to totally. Homer goes to uh, yeah. Lollapalooza, yep. and he he's like the cannonball guy. They fight cannonballs at him, and they <laughs> uh, they have um, uh, Smashing Pumpkins is on that yep. as as voice talent. Well, yep. no doubt, come on screen and leave again. They're only drawn. That no, none of them are there for voice talent or anything. But that's Eric. That was one of Eric's contributions. Yeah, so right. 
No, that's wicked. They've got this weird thing where they had all this tragedy and stuff. Also, like a breakup within the band. Yep. Yep. Boyfriend, girlfriend. And they still managed to get this album out. So it's a testament to just fucking hard work mm. that we have Tragic Kingdom at all. But my problem with the album is, well, I've got several, but one of them is that it, it's essentially like two albums, maybe even three albums that only really have Gwen gelling it all together, like keeping it all as the glue mm. to, to make an album, right? So if we're, talk, if we're taking everything else aside and we're just looking at this as an album, I think it's an eclectic mess that is all over the shop. There are so many influences on this album, so many different directions they go. But not even influences. Mm. Like, so they had, they had material that they had recorded for sort of three years prior. Yeah. And um, it's all making its way onto this album. They've got a producer who's trying to keep it all coherent, Eric leaves, they've got to write some other songs. All of a sudden, you've got band members who have never written anything, or not much, mm. at the helm. So that's why I say it's like, a, it's like a debut album for like a good half of the album. Sure. Because so they had many, to write the songs. From how song, many songs it? were credited to the, the before, the brother, <coughs> the brother Stefani? So on the 14 tracks, Eric's got writing credits. He's running out of fingers. Seven. Yeah, right. So half. Yep. And not full writing credits. What are the seven he didn't write? No. This is where it gets interesting. Yep. Right. So you've got somebody who's creative. This is. Have you ever had that thing at a band where some dude starts a band, right? And a whole bunch of guys they all come together and they like playing together, but then they realize that the guy who started the band, not great. Yep. And things go along a bit shit. And then that guy goes, oh, I'm leaving. And then all the other band members go and start a different band. Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially yeah. the same band, but it's better. Yep. I'm not saying that's exactly what happened here, but sort of. But you have to keep the guy who's left sister in there so you can't say too many nasty things about him. <laughs> yeah, because she might go solo and uh, wreck the band. Yeah, she might yeah. do that. Yeah, She yeah. might do that. So <laughs> the people who get writing credit on the album are Gwen, Tom DeMont, guitar player, uh, one of the last guys to join the band, Yep, uh, former heavy metal guitarist, and I think that's obvious with with, with, oh. with some of the punk elements that yep. come in. Tony Canal, who is the bass player, is a long-time member of No Doubt yep. and was in a relationship for the seven years yep. up till this yep. album came out with Gwen Stefani. Yeah, uh, You've got Adrian Young on drums, who I think is a beast. Oh, he is. Oh, great. This <laughs> is so That's good. Fantastic drummer. I think if you've got a shit drummer, you're not going anywhere. I don't think Nirvana would have been half as big without Dave Grohl. We're going to Tom Price. <laughs> 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 that's great. Oh, that's awesome. oh. You can edit that out. I love this. But band. you know, you know what I mean. Like, oh, totally, absolutely. You, you've got to have a good rhythm section. And I actually, uh, it's a tragedy that Adrian has no writing credits. This is, it does my head in about drummers all the time that they never get any writing credits on songs, and it's quite amazing as well because like so much of the flavor and the feel and everything is 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 based around. Trumps. What he's laying down. Yeah, He yeah. probably wasn't invited to the writing sessions. Well, not when Eric was doing it, but then there's – oh, well, yeah, otherwise. Because you sit there with a guitar, mm. someone comes up with lyrics, someone comes up with – this is the Rolling Stones. Yeah. It's Mick, Mick and Keith. Yep. Keith comes up with the chords. What's Charlie going to do? Charlie's just going to Heroin. Heroin and, yeah, and this. that's right. Yep. He's just going to go – Just talk over the top of everybody. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. And out of time. Yeah, probably. But but like they so often drummers don't get any writing credits and I think that's a tragedy. Mm. So is this album the beginning of the end for No Doubt? No, this album... As far as the attention that she attracts from 
executives to do her own thing and to push out solo. Yeah, well, we, I hate it when that happens to bands. Well, yeah. look, I like her solo stuff. I really thought that one, the first album was great. Do we what you're any- waiting for is an awesome video. Mm. It's a good it's, song. It's I really but like. How it. many of those songs did she write? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. I'd have to look at that because that becomes an interesting thing. Because is she drafted for her? Her talent, or because she's well, I don't horrible. know how many not people write a how many people write a Beyonce song, uh, like fifty, a, a lot. Yeah, they all get credit on there now. Yeah, that's a, the cool thing about R and B and rap. Everybody's gonna get credit if you come in and go on an album. You get you, you get <laughs> yeah. a writing credit. Yeah. <laughs> but back in the day, it was just like if you played the guitar and came up with the chords and you wrote the lyrics, it was fifty fifty. That was it. Yeah, and this seems to have gone that way. Mm. This album. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I agree. It's true. I agree. Yep. I agree. Uh, beginning of the end of the band, maybe. Maybe. I feel mm. like it a little bit. Well, so what happened was Eric leaves. Was um, he in, in the album for any of the songs on the album? I was trying to find that out, and some sources say he left after the recording. I'm sure they still recorded other bits I'm without really him. I'm really interested to like what it's songs weird. they were. Oh, okay. Mm. Right. Well, let's go through the songs because that's how some of this, this, gonna be this a podcast deal works. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, oh, it is because it's going to tell a big story about the whole album. Yeah, well, uh, another big story about the whole album is the Canal-Gwen breakup. Now, they had been together, the bass player, and this is not uncommon knowledge, they've been together for seven years and they broke up while they were recording this album. So that comes through in a lot of these lyrics because Gwen, for the first time, is getting to write her own lyrics. Eric used to write everything and Gwen just used to sing it. Yep. She started out as a backing singer. They got rid of the guy that they had as the lead singer, or he left, and then she comes to the fore. What was the producer's name? Matthew Wilder. Matthew Wilder. You know what he did before he did this? No. He sung that song, um, Break My Stride. Oh, really? Yeah. And we're going to break my stride. So I could see why he would be a fit for this ska band, you know, because that's got Jamaican uh, feel. feel. It's got that feel. Right. The album starts off with Spiderwebs, which... Wade, a Gwen and Tony track. Yep. Right? Gwen does the lyrics. Tony's written the thing. Eric's got nothing to do with Spiderwebs. So the brother had nothing to do with the writing of that one. Yeah. Nothing to do with that. The lyrics to Spiderwebs mm. is, and, and this is this is where I might get a bit nasty. Right. So there was this guy. <laughs> there was this guy who was infatuated with Gwen Stefani. Hold on. Horrible tasting women. Yeah. Mm. And he was infatuated with Gwen Stefani. And he stood underneath her window reading poetry loud to try and get her attention. And she had to screen his calls and stuff. And that is the lyric base for Spiderwitch. Yeah, okay. Now, the rest of the jam is it, there's a lot of guitar, it's a good punk riff. Mm. What's your take on Spiderwebs, Tim? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's got that very – it's sort of the, the blend between the two. It's got that very sort of four-to-the-floor kind of scar beat, you know. It's, it's pushing its style and, and that sort of keeps the tempo of it all all up and running. And Yeah, there's less there's less scar, though, in Spiderwebs, yeah. I think, than some of the other tracks on the album. Yeah. Is that the change from the brother leaving the band? This, this is my theory. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that things had to get a little bit more straight ahead, straightforward. Yeah. Starts off. Although very I think unscar. I think Tony very bass heavy. Oh yeah, he's a great bass player. But when you get to some of the songs that were written by Tom, they yep. get they are the heavier tracks on the album. Sure. The next two tracks, excuse me, Mister and Just a Girl, are Gwen and Tom. Yep. So she's written the lyrics again. Excuse me, Mister is almost a straight out punk tune. 
and Just a Girl. What is Just a Girl? Yeah. It's not even the best song on the album. No. No, but, but it's, asked, it's the if bop. If you anybody around that time, they're like, well, it is the only song on the album. It's, yeah. It wasn't even the biggest single on the album. Oh, really? No. Well, don't could, Speak. Don't Speak. Don't Speak because yeah. they had this big slow burn. They released yeah. like seven, seven. seven of them and Don't Speak was one of the last singles released. Mm. By then they'd all blown up and it was the biggest it, single. It was but Just like a Girl is certainly the one that launched them. Well, it was very cool too because it was like it – was, it was, most people's first introduction to it. Yeah, everyone was really talking about it, and the film clip was radical, and it was just exciting. It was it was full of energy. It was you know, really really cool. You can sort of see Gwen. And she her. does push ups. She does push ups. I mean, for goodness' sake! I mean, what's not to love about that? Yeah, and she's just a girl, and she's just a girl. Yeah, um, I, I get the feeling you guys would have been under a window reading a poetry. Oh, good it's, lord! Uh, which I, window? <laughs> Wade's at the back in the bathroom yeah, yeah. Tim's at the front Trying to knock on the front door and get past yeah. her dad One of us is romantic <laughs> <laughs> And just a girl uh, The lyrics uh, Being frustrated about all the stereotypical Girl things, the drive late at night yep. Lyric is literally like her dad Would be worried about her driving At night yeah. In her twenties, yeah, for her driving ability, or because it's—I don't know if she can drive. <laughs> no, I think she can drive. Well, you watch her dances in her feet are crossing a lot. Yeah, she's doing the scar skank. Well, as long as she's not doing that on the pedals, it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, yeah. it's automatic. Not She'll at be the fine. same time. Yeah. Oh my god, did we get sexist? We sure did. Yeah. No, <laughs> we didn't. It was a blonde thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a blonde guy or a blonde girl. Yeah, you can. Yep. Or uh, they them. Hundred percent supportive <laughs> of all of them. <laughs> so, just a girl. Arguably, the most recognisable track is is it Tom and the guitarist Tom mm. and Gwen Jam. And again, it's more of a straightforward rock thing. Oh, it's a great little guitar riff as well. You know, it's it's, mm. it's very unique. It's got that bounce to it as well. Um, I bet. I, I wonder if Fred Durst wished he'd written it. Just just thinking about it, you know, when she stood in front of the car, she's got a big puffer jacket on and a beanie. Mm. Seemed very limp biscuit. Yeah, it is. Slim Biscuit was, you know, five years later. It could be a legit influence. Who knows? I bet Fred Durst wish he wrote a lot of good songs. Yeah. <laughs> Fred Durst does not write a lot of crab. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're gonna, somebody's going to say, oh, yeah, I love chocolate starfish in the bong-coloured water or whatever it's called. Oh, man, don't oh, get me but, wrong. I loved Slim Biscuit back in the day, absolutely. But, by God, did that boy ever run out of material to start singing about? Oh, oh, man. $3 Bill was a good album. but So good. So you can never get another. Fantastic. But, like... Half a chocolate starfish. Oh, you've got... Gold Cobra. Blue Eyes. Oh, yeah, that was great. It was no, really... That's, oh, different that's a yeah, cover. Somebody else wrote that. Yeah, that's, that's a, a cover. cover. Does it count? No. No. Okay. Literally anyone could have sung it. If they put Wiz Boiling on guitar, it would have sounded the same. Who? Anybody, like literally anybody. Could no, say. I made the who. I want. Oh, the who. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we want names. I can't. That was funny. Uh, it was very funny. I'll laugh about it in the shower. That's right. Tonight. I'll put in a laugh track on the edit. Mm, maybe just take <laughs> take it out altogether. But yeah, okay. So they start blowing up, and the record company starts paying attention. Mm. They they get this awesome album cover done. Gwen in a red dress. Mm. Uh, that dress ended up getting stolen by Wade. <laughs> by Wade, <laughs> guilty as charged. Um, what was, does it mean, though, Tom? What does it mean? Well, what does the album mean? <laughs> Tragic Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, that what's, was. What's fruit and fruit fly got to do with it? Is, well, okay. So Tragic Kingdom. This is where you get sort of back into the tortured artist thing of Eric, mm. because Tragic Kingdom is what one of their elementary school teachers used to disparagingly call 
Disneyland. Instead, yeah. the Magic Kingdom, it was Tragic Kingdom, because they're from Anaheim. They live next door to Disneyland. Yep. Uh, it can be hard living in a um, in a tourist town. Sure. Yeah. So that's where they got Tragic Kingdom that's where from. It came from. That's where it came from. And then you've it's also Orange County. So you get the oranges on uh, the trees. Yep. Yeah. They had a whole stage thing with yep. it. With they had all these trees and stuff with their their tour that were supposed to go for two months in out going for two and a half years. Yeah. Like they had so low expectations, but it blew up. Yeah. You guys bought the album. Yeah. Well, yeah. I might have shoplifted. <laughs> <laughs> That makes me happy. No, actually, to be honest, literally every album I had at that time I was introduced to me from my old man. Yeah. Like yeah. he was so far ahead of me as far as what music was getting around. Yeah. Now, I, I knew your dad pretty well and, like, it would astound me the stuff he would be listening to. He got you onto Ed Sheeran, didn't he? He loves Ed Sheeran. <laughs> no, he, no he didn't get me onto Ed Sheeran. I resisted. Oh, he but... wouldn't let anybody else on him. Oh, no. <laughs> but he would... <laughs> You know, Dave never lost his enthusiasm oh, for new all. stuff. Not at all. Uh, no. Just um, even Limp Biscuit, like he was, he was literally the first one to introduce me to Limp, Limp Biscuit before I'd actually heard of him. Yeah, wow. that's that's kind of mental. Yeah, yeah, that's like me uh, telling my kids about anything that was released in the last five minutes. I don't know new music. Yeah, in ten years' time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, they start blowing up. Obviously, Gwen is on the album cover. And that's where it all starts going. She's a great front woman. Everybody loves her. Mm. This is also the year that's like, so 95, 96, 97. Yeah. It took from 96 to the end of 96, so January to December, for them to go from just entering the Billboard charts to finishing number two in the top 200. Yeah, right. Behind the Spice Girls. Oh, well, you know. So you've got all this girl power. Does anyone remember the 90s girl power crazy stuff? All these little girls all of a sudden were going, spice up your life. And some of them, were they they didn't like scary and sporty and stuff. They liked punky spice. Yeah. Which was, I reckon, was Gwen Stefani. She she slotted right in there. They were good for each other. Mm. I think so. Uh, Not that they, uh, they probably did make the Grammys or something. It was changing times as well. Mm. I mean, what year did... Kurt Cobain died. Um, 94. 94. 94. 94. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was a changing of the guard. Well, they couldn't get their album on played anywhere before that. Like their two albums before that, their their ska punk stuff that they love to do. Yeah. Couldn't get any play because it was all grunge. It was all Pearl Jam. It was all Pearl Jam were more radio friendly than Nirvana, but Nirvana was huge. Mm. It was all grunge. Kurt Cobain died. Then we got Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in my mind, I'm like there was Dookie, but then yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. sorry. R- real punks were still doing real punk stuff. Yeah, yeah, they never stopped. But I didn't actually know what I didn't even know of Scar before. No doubt, I didn't know about Scar. See, I'm a little bit older than you, so I had watched. Yeah, I'd seen two weeks. the young. Well, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, uh, the young ones and seen Madness on the. On the young ones and yeah, yeah. sort of just rock that stuff sort of yeah. peripherally to the point where I was like, oh yeah, I know that song. So did they, and I had a young uncle too. Do he they liked get all the cool that stuff. thing? Do they get that thing um, from the the hardcore scar people that they're not real scar? No. Oh yeah, a lot no of people that have that thought of a, of a band like Green Day that yeah. they're not. You know, you know, oh man, yeah. wait, don't yeah. don't tell don't tell Billy. No, no, no. <laughs> we didn't sell out. No. <laughs> We just sold records. That's right. Yeah. It's not our fault. You paid We're the popular. money. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, which is something Tom from No Doubt said. We didn't sell out. We sort of lost our creative going. We all had to learn. We all had to write songs, mm. and it all and it sounds different. How soon after Tragic Kingdom did their next album come out? Return of Saturn. Did they have much time? Uh, it, well, they had to tour um, Tragic Kingdom instead of two and a half months. They toured it for two and a half years. Yep. So they had plenty of time. Five years. Five, five years. Five years. Yeah. Five years. And how did the second album go? Yeah, not too bad. By that stage, they had made all their money. The whole world knew about them. Tragic Kingdom sold 16 million units up until up until 2004. It had sold 16 million units. It's certified double diamond or whatever. And 16, like Eric, because he's got writing credits on half the songs. Yeah. If he gets 50 cents per album. He's doing okay. He's doing okay. Incredible. Oh, and he works for The Simpsons and Ren Snippy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so don't worry about him. But is this album actually any good? That's the question I want to get to because – it gave us Gwen Stefani, mm. had this amazing story at the right time, it was all girl power, even though she had four dudes. And they, to be <laughs> – four dudes. <laughs> four dudes behind her. <laughs> it's not getting any just, better. <laughs> Let's just stop where you Even are. though the rest of the band were all guys, it was all Gwen. She got the – they wanted to do a feature story on them, the Rolling Stone. They did the photo shoot with Gwen. They just wanted Gwen for the cover. They didn't want the rest of the band. Yeah. So when they were recording – the video clip for Don't Speak. Yeah, at the end of it. I was watching it the other night. Yeah, yeah. yeah they just have her at the end and, oh, guys, just sit to a side. We'll just take a few pictures with Gwen here. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, they went, well, we'll just run with that. And that probably more than the other stuff nearly broke the band up there and then. Mm. It was a bit sort of like, well, hang on, we've all been together because they've been together for years. They weren't flashing the pan, but their rise was from fucking nothing to a to a thousand percent. Yeah, like, but all the focus was on Gwen. Yeah, uh, she's getting snapped on the red carpet going to the Grammy. She's like, nobody cares about the rest of the guys, even though the drummer's naked. Nobody cares. So that video, they're going, well, let's pretend the band's breaking up. Don't speak. Let's do that. And the guitarist Tom, he said, well, we weren't exactly acting. You know, yeah, when they're all just ignoring her and playing and yeah. she's walking around going, I'm so sorry, sort of, this is a terrible breakup thing. That song's an Eric song, actually. Really? Eric wrote that song and it was more upbeat and it was uh, a love song. Yeah. Like, don't speak, baby, did it? I don't know. Uh, and she rewrote it to be more about the breakup she'd had with Kanal. Yeah. She's blowing up and the rest of the band are feeling a little bit left out and then they film that video clip. And it, it, through those eyes, that video clip's genius. Even if you didn't know the story, you could watch the film clip and understand and the story. You'll get something. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's all real. They're all, it's all, yeah. well, a lot of the feelings being shown on that they're not acting. Yep. They're, they're really feeling it. Mm. Some of the other songs on this album. Happy Now, Gwen, Tom, Tony. Are you happy now? I mean, it's a fine little punk song. I love, I love this it. Song. It's a great song. Do you? I, yeah. I do, and I especially uh, love harmonies. the end of it. Harmonies are nice. I like uh-huh. them. Yeah. Has anyone seen them live? No, no. Actually, there is a live in Anaheim. Would be worth watching, but I haven't seen it. No. I've seen some live stuff, short stuff, but not not a whole big thing. 
but yeah, that would be. I think that would be good. That would sort of bring well, them because they did have a groundswell before they actually got any commercial success. Mm. Yeah, mm. I always wonder how their harmonies go when an album like that is recorded. It's got so much of her her harmonies in there. Whether she'd be using backing tracks or or a, or somebody or the boys just singing. the boys would be the putting down their trumpets and uh, putting on their sounds. Yep. Yeah, it rolls into a song called "Different People," oh. which is an Eric oh, song. Man. Amazing song. I love it. Really? Oh, I love it. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> just <laughs> it's just a Sesame lyrics. Street song. Uh, There's different people in the world. Da, 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 da. It actually doesn't go like that. It's a little <laughs> bit different. <laughs> you might be paraphrasing slightly. I might be paraphrasing, but as far as the lyrics go, it's garbage. Really? I think so. I think it's it's, it's trite and uh, twee. And- a mother can be an inspiration to her little son and change his mind, his thoughts, his life with just a simple... Mm. I don't know what the mmm is, yeah. but that means yeah. that's serious. Oh man, when you when you got, say it, it's deep. Once you've got children. <laughs> When you've got children, one sentence can change the whole world. And that's a really – that's a lot of those lyrics in that song that really make a lot of sense now. Maybe yeah. this is the thing that I missed. Because Gwen Stefani – like there's, an, there's a song on here called 16. You've got Just a Girl, which mm. is all about stereotypes. A lot of it's like almost angry teenager stuff. But she's 27, I think. Yeah, she should have got over it by then. <laughs> <laughs> she, she might be harboring a bit of resentment maybe. I don't know. Sorry, she's 26. She's 26, 25, 26 writing this stuff. It's mm. still pretty young, but it's not 16-year-old angry girl. Yeah. So maybe what I missed was the fact that she isn't – it's easy enough to go, oh, she's, she's writing all this teenage stuff to appeal to the teenagers. Really, she's just writing stuff she knows because she needs to finish an album. And maybe different people is more of a mature thing than I give her credit for. To me, it sounds like a teenager trying to be um, conscious of things. Oh, maybe I got, I might have got just taken up by the the baseline and all the other really sweet stuff going on in that song. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. A good it's a really, really nice baseline yeah. in that song. It is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, nobody normally cares about the bass, but it's it's pretty good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's I don't need exactly to. I don't need to cut stuff in. I'll just get you guys, guys to sing all. Yeah, the, yeah don't worry about the songs. We've yeah. got you want down. us to go from the top. Yeah, yeah if you could, uh, okay. spiderwebs, please. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I think we started. In the right we should be in a band. We could yep. elastic band. <laughs> Hold your pants up, boys. Uh, or a rubber band, like one of those little rubber bands that like hold the bottom of a condom down. <laughs> <laughs> That's just built into the condom. It's integral. Is it? It's yeah. not separate. No. Oh. oh. You're using the wrong type of condom. Uh, just, <laughs> no, it's just never gone that long before. I've <laughs> <laughs> never gone to the bottom of one before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a use-by date on those things. Yeah, yeah. 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 printed yeah. right at the base. Anyway. Yeah, I think three kids down. I'm, yeah, I've given up. Yeah, on I've it. given up. <laughs> don't need it. Don't need it. <laughs> Got permanent condoms. Yeah, yeah. Snip job. Uh, really? Did you get? Have you had the snip? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Have you not had the snip? No, we well, should book in. I was. Uh, I was going to see if I could borrow it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. No, it's, I've, I've borrowed my friend's vasectomy. <laughs> uh, I don't think it works like that. Wouldn't that be amazing if it did? Yeah. Uh, you rent it out. Yeah. <laughs> vasectomy for hire. <laughs> Stunt cock. <laughs> Yeah, but did it hurt? What? No, I got knocked out. Oh, did you? Yeah, I wasn't in any hurry. Oh, we weren't? Okay. No, I wasn't like, I need a vasectomy now. Yeah, so it's I, don't, I definitely so don't have any kids. I was just like, oh, I have the option of getting knocked out. I'm going to go for it. Take yeah. it. Yeah. Gives you the afternoon off. Bloody it off. did take a year. Till you woke up? Yeah. Yeah. No, until they got around to doing it. But um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I told, I said, if we're having more kids, I'll do it in the back shed in the vice. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's purely financial. It is. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I think you want to keep your testicles. They don't. It's not a vasectomy. Is not taking your oh, testicles so I could off. Squash them and it wouldn't fix it. Yeah. Sometimes it's not worth risking. No. No. That's not. <laughs> do a, do a proper job. Vice them up, man. <laughs> we have to buy a minivan. Oh, what about a pill? Like when they come out with man pill, pill. You you guys on the bit? Would you, would you take the man pill oh, instead yeah. of going mm. for the surgery? Yeah. Mm. 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 I'm I'm pretty definite that I'm go- I'm good with the kid factor at the moment. I'm, I don't think I need another one. So Your even even awesome. the risk of it, yeah. But that'll do. What's better than two awesome boys, three awesome boys, or two awesome boys and a beautiful yeah. little girl yeah. that's got a bun yeah. in her hair, yeah, yeah, yeah this, and little bow. This has been going on for a little while now. I've been trying to talk you around. <laughs> <laughs> Have three, just yeah. like me. You'll love it. It'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Three. I'm working for ten. Yeah, no. Mm. Stopped at two. <laughs> two will do. Oh, so you stopped at two as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got three. One of each. Yep. <laughs> so back to the album. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's there. <laughs> but individually, I feel like that if you break down, if you took everything out of every song, each one of them are Really, quite good musicians in their own right. I think Everything I'm not saying that they're bad musicians. I'm just they're a bad my, band. No, actually, I think. Actually, What's the weakest link in this band? Yeah, I actually, don't think there is one. I yeah. think maybe it was Eric. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, commercially, uh, from this album forward, mm. I think they got more coherent going forward. Uh, I really like Rock City. It's a great album. Yeah, that sound from start to finish is pretty good. Uh, this album sort of jumps all over the shop and stuff. Really, if you think of it as a first album, it's incredible. Yeah, it's it's yeah. If you if you take that into account, yeah. And if you separate out Gwen's rising stardom for being a an icon, which she is now, she's a coach on The Voice in America. Like she's huge. Mm. She's m- married all the rock stars, <laughs> uh, and she's so far out of everybody's league. Sorry, Tim. Now. That it, it's only because I put on a little bit of weight. Yeah. Week. Oh, yeah. But that's what it is. So, yeah. um, but I should have you. She, she, I believe she would. <laughs> uh, but if you take all that out and just look at the album objectively, I, objectively, I think the album is of its time. But I don't know how good it is. It's funny. Like I never, I never struck this massive segregation between band and Gwen as you two obviously have. Um, no. Always, what do you mean? No, I didn't. Like you know, Gwen's Gwen, and she's amazing. But I always thought. Do you, hell, no doubt. What the, a fucking band. The poster of Gwen that you have, does it have the rest of the band That's in the That's the Rocksteady po- era, mate. I'm talking about Tragic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Tragic Kingdom, boss. Totally different. Don't get the wires crossed. And God damn, 
not a picture. Anyway, <laughs> and that was for my beautiful wife. See, she understands. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like the this the musicianship and the the songwriting on whilst it's many and varied, and each song is is radically different from the other one. They're all like Wade said. They're all amazing little pieces. You know. Yeah. I'm them, just I'm just questioning how coherent of, it, of an album is, and it, it probably didn't need to be. They, Isn't that what Scar is? They got six or seven. Six, six, yeah. six um, singles off it. Yeah, you know the record company pumped it for every. I kind of like the way that it goes, though. I Certainly kinda, could. I kind of like the way that it 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 does. It traverses many terrains, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's super incoherent. I, I, no, I, it's. It, but it's like. It's like. Um, Gonna hold my baby. Gonna hold it. Yeah. Grab <laughs> some afternoon delight. I, I well, uh, it's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's like it's like the Peppers' earlier efforts, where things are a little bit chaotic mm. and you don't have a super producer. You've got a producer who sort of understands the band but isn't a super producer. And then the the as a album, mm. the feel is more of a mixtape. It's so, just like let's see what these guys can do, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is great in some regards, and but. As an album, is it a what is an album like? Is it Do you feel like the songs are more coherent that don't have the brother in it? Uh, have you had to listen to them next to each other? We'll see whether there's any difference in the two. Well, there is because Eric's stuff has got is is more arranged, but it's it's a little bit more all over the place. Like uh, the climb is is an Eric song. Yeah, oh, which awesome. which is well, it is and it isn't like it's sort of like that. Maybe it's, it's a little bit emo, welcome to the Black Parade sort of thing, but it's a gospel song, but it's trying to be this other thing, and it's it's somebody who's creative and wants to put all their heart and soul into it, mm. which is great. Maybe he should have consulted the rest of the band earlier. He would say that he want, wanted to, and then he would get upset that they did. Yeah. So, and that might have been part of the catalyst for him leaving as well. Yeah, right. So musically, he didn't push onto anything else? No. Mm. No. It's a real shame. He went to animate The Simpsons and roll in money that he didn't have to tour for. Yeah, it's all right, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mm. It's yeah. a bit of family. Yeah. I'm sure they're pretty close. So he's on the album cover, which was a bone of contention for the rest of the members he'd left. And Gwen was like, uh, no, he should be on the album cover mm. because he had written contributed a fair amount to the yeah, true. to the album. Yep. And he's on there, but he's got his back towards the camera. Yeah, and he's my brother. So I think that stuff the, there's this weird it tension. It would have been so awkward. Yeah. yeah. And you you're in the but you're still in the band with the guy who you broke up with. <laughs> and all your lyrics are about that breakup and he's got to play a tour with you and the and they somehow get along okay. Yeah, it's very Fleetwood well, Mac long enough. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They kept going for a few years before they Finally, so first that, broke up. How does that work? The I guy don't know. That's super important to the songwriting and all the lyrics and everything pulls out of the band. Yeah, they've got to keep it rolling. Well, then you get Spiderwebs, Just a Girl, Excuse Me, Mister Happy Now, Hey You. So, how much time did they have to write these songs to fit them into the album? Because they seem pretty good if they only had a short amount of time. Oh, it was over a couple of years. It was yeah. It was oh, like okay. it's like so, ten different recording studios. They yeah, did okay. this all across. Right. And lots of session musos yeah. and stuff. That might be the other reason the record company pushed so maybe, Gwen because they had a lot of money to record. Maybe recoup. that's why the album was so good, is that they had a long time to do it. For sure. And to get it done. Yep. To me, I look at Ed yeah, Sheeran. Yeah. I look at Ed Sheeran, that first album that came out, that he had all these teenage years and all this time to write a, write an album. It was amazing. I never really liked any of the stuff after that album. 
that that happens a lot, I think, and not just with music. They get signed up and they're like, we need the next album in six months if you can. No, not if you can. It's in your contract. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one though, isn't it? It's like your debut album takes you 10 years to the, write and your yeah, second the, album the takes diff- like The next yeah. one's got to yeah, be difficult. Quick. They had to call it the difficult <laughs> second album. For, you got six months. Or the difficult second TV series like Fly the Concords. Yeah. All of their A material is in the first season. Yep. And then they had to write new stuff for the second season and they hated doing it. Yep. They absolutely ha- – they. I think the second season is fine. It's, it's obviously not as – polished as the first one and you yeah. get that with so many things of course lots of comedians you know when they break big they've been doing that material for years and then and, and bands it mm. does yeah. yeah it's like a football team playing the next season after winning the premiership yep is it nothing like it <laughs> <laughs> a bit of that getting to the top of the tree sort of thing and then tasting it and probably celebrating a little bit as well yeah like the album success touring the album being on the road, having a great well, you don't have time. a lot of you don't have a lot of time either. Yeah, I mean, when when you've got nothing to lose, you're at home in your bedroom writing all these songs, and you pick and choose the good stuff, and yeah. then all of a sudden you need fifty people to contribute to your album to make the next song. You got to write, write it from a hotel room. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Drunk. You have to get good at that. Being like, drunk. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> record stuff like Tom Waits on a four track. Yeah, yeah. Just get it done. But I guess that's life experiences as well. Well, I know. But they would have been touring a fair bit even before Tragic Kingdom, surely. They were uh, – th- and this is why you guys say, and I agree, uh, great musicians. Mm. They, they'd done their 10,000 hours. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They hadn't – One Direction didn't. No. <laughs> they did not. No. No. I think Baby Metal did. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because the girls just have to sing and dance and they can do that at home and probably did when they were little. Mm. Yep. Uh, and then the musicians behind Baby Metal are all accomplished crazy nuts. Oh, yep. man, yeah. we didn't make it in what we wanted to do. Now we do this. Now we do this. <laughs> and we open for Metallica. Oh, well. Cool. Oh, well. It's not horrible. <laughs> I like Baby Metal. And they probably get paid too. Uh, how do those super groups work in, like, Japan and, and K-pop? It's weird. I think the um, producers of um, – there are. They're a company and all these members have to, like, follow all these rules and stuff. Yep. And Yeah. Yeah. It's they not pu- holidays it? and workers' comp and all that stuff. Oh, do they? That would be right. Yeah, they are, would that, that would be interesting. There's a dental plan and everything. There should be. Yeah. For that, to- for that level of corporate hierarchy. Well, you've been, you've been employed, employed mm. hired to yep. go on board. I'm sure they're just sweatshop workers. They're just. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Their knitting skills are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can sing you a number one hit and stamp you out a wallet. <laughs> 16, again, a, a weird sort of song. I don't really know I'd much like about it. I'd like to hear it. her recreate the start of that song live. Okay. You're the long, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet you could do it. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. No. Okay, I'm going to watch that. I'll yep. see if she does it. See what Google says. <clears throat> Sunday morning, another breakup song. It's yep. like the third one. Happy Now is a breakup song. Spiderwebs is sort of a stalky song, but not breakup. Sunday morning is definitely a breakup song. And then Don't Speak yep. is after Sunday morning, and that's a breakup song as well. I quite like Sunday morning. Yep. But not as much as I like Don't Speak. Yep. I think that's a standout on the, on the album. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if they 
like it's it's track number thirteen. Oh, hang on. I should have written numbers. He's running out of fingers. <laughs> it's, it's it's like eleven. It's, it's nearly at the end of the album. That's not generally where you put your strongest song. So I don't know if they thought it was. I like it in the context of the album, but yeah. Oh, it's great. Mm, I like where it sits. It uh, it really does sort of offer a bit of a reprise and and coming down. There's not a lot of scar in "Don't Speak." Nah, no. It's sort of like the least no doubt song on this album. I and I don't that. want to put it that way, but yeah, I think yeah. it's my I think it's my favorite song on the album. It's just got it's got good harmonies. It's really well produced. It's got the cello in the background. It's it's almost got string oh, section it's and some amazing beautiful guitar solo. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it re- it. a bit of flamenco chucked in there. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that's a standout track for me. Like it, then it goes in. <laughs> you could do it, which is another Eric inspired song. I don't know what you can do it is about. Any insights on you can do it? Because I can't even picture it in my head at the moment. Hum me a few bars. You can do it, put your ass into it. No, it's not that one. Disco number. Yeah, it's the disco song. You can do it's the disco yeah. number. It's actually it's that's quite out of place. It's yeah, it's out of place on that album. Mm. On that album, but it, if some other band came out with that, it might have got big in its own right. Yeah, it's actually you know what cool. it sounds like. It sounds like uh, a little bit like the Spice Girls song. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? That one. Don't stop, we keep going. We knew which yeah. song it was. We just weren't going to yeah, say no, yeah, I just we wanted, wanted to hear you sing. <laughs> I wanted you to flesh it out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, like, so the the end of the album, if Don't Speak wasn't so good, it would feel like it was just sort of songs chucked on. Then you've got Captain Planet's um, emo phase song, World Go Round. I love the middle of this. Really? Yeah. Of World Go Round? Yeah. Really? I do. I can't. Sorry, you can't take it away from me. I can't get past the captain. They're like, we've got to figure out a way to make the world go around, everybody. I'm so cynical and old. You are, aren't you? I am. That's all right. I wasn't going to say anything. I am, though. Yeah. It's okay. No, it's all honesty. And then you get a song, end on this, fine. Then they don't end on that song. (laughs) And the last song's Tragic Kingdom, which Eric wrote. Sounds like an Eric song that's very Scar-inspired. It does, and and given the reference to, obviously, Tragic Kingdom and what they're referring to, like, it makes a lot more sense now. Um, (laughs) You know, it it does get quite Carnivale towards the end there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's definitely his influence. You don't get a lot of that going forward. Was that... Even no one doubt. of the singles? No. No. It, no. Did, it wasn't worthy of being a single? No. It had a whole, it's the, it's whole the last, album named It's the after last it. track on the, on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably the weakest song in the album. Easy. Uh, yeah, that one. Or the Captain Planet one. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Forever known as the Captain Planet song. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's like, it's like, like they rebooted Captain Planet to make him edgy and cool for the post-grunge era. That's the theme song. Absolutely. That's what I think. 
that is the story of Tragic Kingdom yeah. in a nutshell. It was a meteoric rise that took two and a half years. Yeah. And then ten years before that. So they toured it for two that. and a half years. Yeah. After, but when did it come out? Like, are you saying they toured 95. it? Two, two, it came two and came and out in 95. It they... charted in January 96. Okay. Then it re- – and it took a whole – that whole year and into 2007 to get to, like, number two. It, it was number one for a while – uh, but non-consecutively. So it just kept selling. From a drumming perspective, how good would it be to get the call and say, look, we need someone, Timmy. Um, can you play these songs and tour it? I would smash the shit out of how it. How oh good would God. it be to be playing those songs or actually have the ability two, to play those songs? For two songs? years. Yeah. Like, if you oh. can, yeah, if you can play this album, man, you're you're accomplished, uh, yeah. man. You you can do well, anything. On guitar, mm. you're accomplished. Yeah, on bass, bass you're same. accomplished. Keys, you're accomplished. Yeah. Singing. She might be the weakest link in this band. <laughs> no, but no, no. What she what she doesn't need now is the naked drummer. She doesn't need a band. She doesn't. She can just have Tim. She doesn't need her ex boyfriend. No, nope. no. Nope. She doesn't need doesn't need um she the says, naked Don't drummer. Speak, he will uh, not and, speak. And the guitarist. He did a solo album, which is not strong. Uh, it's available on a website. <laughs> For I free didn't, didn't know about it <laughs> Yeah, she just needs you, Tim You could just be her backing band You know I he will. plays bass as well And he plays some guitar Yep He's actually quite accomplished in his own right I All think those he, things I think he can actually even do You know, the really cool uh, lead singer If you're a good lead singer And you can shake the tambourine in time mm, yes, I think Tim a, can do that I know, man Get us in a van he's driving on the way to Kalgoorlie, mate And I'll be Gwen Stefani for all that <laughs> Yeah. And you get there and your voice is smashed out. Absolutely smashed night. out. <coughs> to some albums you pick your battles with to not sing <laughs> in the car trip but, on the way but that's to a, that's the a gig. testament too. Yeah, we're on our way to the show and, and we're belting this bloody whole album out. You this one. whole album. Yeah. Top of our lungs. Yeah. Even all the harmonies. Haven't we were taking turns in harmonies. Yeah. 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 I, could, I honestly couldn't do it. He's like, no, you sing lead. Did you all have colds? We did by the end of it. Did you all have colds? Yeah. Cold sores. Yeah. It wasn't a tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> Again, to my point, I personally feel like it's not as good as some of their other stuff. How did the other ones sell? Like the album? Nowhere near as good as this. This is okay. one of the, this is the biggest so albums you're of all out, time. It's, it's you're a, outvoted. Yeah, yeah. I, I was outvoted <laughs> by the planet. <laughs> often happens. It often happens. But 16 million albums, What is what translates to 16 albums in the year 2022? 16 million albums. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Forty-four As billion in downloads. downloads. Yeah, you, you've, you've got to have you got to have Gaga numbers. Yeah, but who downloads a whole album? I do. Who other than Tim? <laughs> well, I had two to listen to this. Whole, yeah, whole album. So I don't six, have it. Sixteen it's very, million and one now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just streamed it. Yeah, just, I don't well, that's know how what, that that's works. What happens now? <laughs> yeah, that's you just, that you is just, what happens now, and this yeah. is why we're doing the podcast, mm, so yeah. I can listen to a whole album and like it or not. That's the point. Yeah. So on that, this is the rules of the game. Best song, worst song, and kind of a redundant question, but are you keeping it? Best song, Wade. <sighs> Your best song. You have to the pick worst one. The thing is, is that it's like it totally contradicts what you said. I know. I always no, like, it's fine. I always like different people for the start. Yeah, okay. It's yep. great. All right. I'll pay it. That's fine. And it's got that conversation about sisters as well. When you said that, it was honestly poetry. Mm. Yeah. And when is. she sings yeah. it, it sounds like she's got a cold. Well, but my poetry doesn't rhyme. No. Poetry doesn't have to rhyme, Wade. You'd know that if you'd stood underneath Quinn's window, you would know. Yeah, I do poetry all the time. (laughs) That was the problem. You were just reading her rude limericks. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was, I was there only... once was a man for Nantucket. <laughs> I was only lip I'm reading. screening my calls. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yelling. Uh, I'm yelling. Uh, Go wake your kids up and get in trouble. No, they're right. Um, Tragic Kingdom's got to be the worst song, surely. Yeah, I didn't really like it. I got you. Get to the uh, end of hold the on, album hold that I'm... thought. We we will do best, and then we'll oh, do sorry, that's okay. I, I, that's okay. I arrived. Like you're showing your hand there. Yeah, it's mm. oh, no poker face for you. No, no. no. Okay, Tim, I'm best song. My answer now. Don't speak. Okay, I can't get past it. I still listen to it, and I still get goosebumps singing along to it. It's just the arrangement is amazing. The subtle harmonies are just amazing. The content is amazing. It's a beautifully and perfect written piece of music. It was number one for ages for a reason. It was just such an amazing – and seeing them sort of uh, a little bit more stripped down and a little bit – Considered. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really, really appreciated that about it. And I still have the video just etched in my head as well, you know. The video is cool because it's got them being all rock, yeah. hardcore live stuff and then it's got them – being moody in a studio, yeah, it's a nice and it, it, all you have to do is put stuff in slow mo, and you can have a slow song with what is clearly hardcore mm. concert, and it sort of shows a bit of everything. Yeah, I really like it. Was yeah. she better in the pants and the crop top, or in the dress, like the feminine look? I really like the dress, but I also really like the crop top. Yeah, I really like actually. Look, I think her one of her best songs is "What You Waiting For." Mm-hmm. And I just—I don't know how many people wrote it. I will look it up uh, one day. I think the video is really great, and she had this whole concept for a fashion label and blah 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 blah. And I think that particular era of Gwen Stefani is my favourite. Yep. Oh, and Space Shorts from the SNL <laughs> with Peter Dinklage. <laughs> with Peter Dinklage. Yes, 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 yes. Space pants. I've got my space pants on. Look it up. If you haven't seen it, it's worth seeing. When I say space, you say pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gwen Stefani. Oh, wow, it really is. Yeah, uh, my favourite. Don't speak. You're absolutely 100% right. The song I've got stuck in my head is Sunday Morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just have it stuck in my head at the moment. It's a contradiction because it's, yeah, I know Don't Speak is the best song on that album. But Sunday Morning's the one that stuck in my head. Sunday Morning's it's a, great a great song. song. It is. Yeah. I wish I had to pick that. It's a bop. It's it a bop. Is. It's great. We can edit. We can. Yeah. We can edit. What's so, your, wait, what's your favourite album? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, worst song. Uh, I want to change my answer now. Well, you can. No. no okay, best song. Best song, Wade. Best song. Uh, no, I'll still stick with my first answer. Well, that's... Probably a good indication how I feel about the album is that it's not cut and dried, which is my favourite and not favourite, because I kind of like a lot of them. Yeah. I like a lot of the songs on the album. You'll put it on and listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't often push along, but it's good because when you get to the last song, it doesn't matter because it's over. You can't push on the last song. We well, can. You can, but you don't bother. Depends what Because you know it's nearly music. done. Yeah. So Tragic Kingdom still your least favourite song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, mm. it's my least favourite and not my favourite. 
And all of all the favourites he has, that's but not one of them. It's actually there's a lot to it. It's a really oh. complicated song with a lot of stuff in that it just didn't really resonate with me. Didn't really make a lot of sense. Too much. It, it's yeah. quite, it's quite you often get that when you have a singular. And if idea. he hadn't left the band, it could have been a whole album of that. Somebody's vision. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, have you heard the stuff before this? I haven't. No. What about you, Tim? Oh, I've, I've glanced over it. I've listened to the album before, but you know, and it's just like, wow, that's great. But it didn't really grab me as much as these albums did. Yeah. Would he have a feeling, Eric? Eric, it's his name. Eric is. Yeah. Would he have a feeling of that? It took off because I left. I You've got to entertain the thought, don't oh, you? Absolutely, you do. Yeah, maybe not though. I mean, he did write "Don't Speak," didn't he? Or is yeah. he going to be like, "I made you guys. You guys can get stuffed." What's it, it like depends. at Christmas time at their house? Is, <coughs> are they buying each other Christmas presents? Is he like, "So how's the tour going?" Yeah, yeah. Gwen gets some tea towels, and he and she buys him a Maserati. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's got plenty of money. I'm sure yeah, he, he does. Would, he would he's got have. that Simpson animated money. Yeah, he'll be he'll be doing all right. But he's not inviting her to be a voiceover on the show. Hang on, hey Siri, has <laughs> Gwen Stefani ever featured on The Simpsons? She hasn't given it to me straight. Maybe she hasn't ever been on there. It's clear that that's a line in the sand moment. You reckon? Anybody else you would have invited them on, <laughs> but not her. <laughs> that was my band. And I bet you, when it all started, they were like, "Yeah, I got a kid sister that can sing a little bit." He would make like, her sing. She wasn't overly interested. They were like, oh, she's 16. Oh, she's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, she can be in the band. Uh, you like Gwen. She's, oh, she wears a bindi. She eats her own boogers, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she likes English guys and then country singers. Really? Who's she married to at the moment? Oh, it's a country singer. Really? Yeah. She was married to the lead singer of Bush, Gavin. Gavin Rothendale. Oh, Rothendale. Riffin Riffin Roth. Rothen, Rothendale. She obviously married him before she could hear him sing. And <laughs> she married Blake Sheldon last year. Balake. Balake. Balake Sheldon. Yep. She's got three kids. Oh, Sheldo. Yeah. Yeah, she must have self-impregnated or something because that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Balake. Uh, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very underrated lead guitarist. Who? Tom. Yeah. Blake mm. Sheldon. No. <laughs> Balake. Balake. <laughs> but if you asked a thousand people who their top five lead guitarists are, no one would say him. No. No one oh, even knows his name. I don't know his name. He, okay. Amazing. Look, I will concede that he's underrated, but would you honestly put him in a top five list of lead guitarists? Yeah. Five people. You get to pick five people that you think are great lead guitarists. Is Tom from No Doubt going on that list, you only get five people. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, all right. Five people that have had Gwen Stefani singing in the band. Number okay. one. Okay. Number one. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Yeah, he gets, yeah, well, okay. He gets number one. And <laughs> there's no other four. Of all the guitarists, and no doubt, he's, he's definitely been the best. Why is it that I think of that Australian band, Natalie Bassingwaite used to sing in the band? Bathingthwaite. Um, Bathingthwaite. 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 Yeah. Bathingthwaite. Uh, what was her band called? Uh, the Rogue Traders. Rogue Traders. Traders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why is it I look at the Rogue Traders the same way? It's like these guys were a band before she came along, kicked ass a little bit, mm. wrote all the songs, got her on, she sings the songs, next thing she explodes and the band's like, who are these guys? Wow. Yeah. How, how much did Natalie Bathingthwaite actually explode? Sweet. Good point. Mm. I mean, she was already a Neighbours star. I think that was more – that gave the road traders a boost. Uh, it did, yeah. The other way around. Okay. Mm. But right. she did heaps of TV afterwards. Yeah, well, she was already doing TV, though. That's the – it's not like Gwen who was in the band and then they – Yeah. 
Because mm. I was in my mind, I'm like, these guys made her, and then she's like, catch her, I'm doing some solo stuff. Oh, I don't think it's that cut and dry with No Doubt. It's No, it's not. <clears throat> no. It's, no. No. Well, well um, it is a little bit. Because these, the guitarist goes off and does a solo album, no one cares. Bass player. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Bass mean. He's probably a really good gardener. Yeah. I they, reckon he would be. They got back together for a little while and now they're on a hiatus again. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. yeah what? They wrote another For album. a small period of time. Yeah. They brought, brought out an album not long ago. They're right. It wasn't last month or last year, but it was recent-ish. There you go. 1986 to 2004 was when they were initially active. So 95, Tragic Kingdom comes out. 18 years. And and then they kept going till 2004. So the boyfriend thing can't have been that big of an issue. And Eric was obviously quite happy with his Simpsons, Simpsons drawing and his royalty check. When yeah. was the first album? And then they took... Of Solo. First? Oh, first Her album. first solo album. Oh, her first solo album uh, was, I bet it was in I bet it was 2004. Two, yeah, killed the band. It was yeah. 2004. Yep. See? No, they broke up and then she went and did solo stuff is how nah, it was Someone split. was writing no. her letters from <laughs> one of the big companies. <laughs> you don't need a band, Gwen. Just come with us. Then yeah. you get all the money. You don't but have to pay them. You don't have right. to hang around your ex-boyfriend. Because it's weird. And weird. we've got Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got back together and were doing stuff from 2009 to 2015. 2009. Mm. So they come back for another six years. Yeah. But did they tour it much? Oh, so I, I think when you've got that much out. money between 2009 and 2015 would have been a fairly loose sort of arrangement. We go and mm. play shows we want, yeah. record an album if we yep. feel like it. I think they did a tour. Like, yeah, they out. would have. They would have just done it to tour, wouldn't mm. they? Seven Night Stand and the Summer Tour 2009. So they did two tours while they came when they came back. They only did one album while they were active between 2009 and 2015. Push and shove. Yep. So there you go. I've got to say a song I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be, it's going to have to. <laughs> You're going to pick a good song. No, I'm not because, oh, man, I don't know if it's You Can Do It or The World Go Round. I hate The World Go Round. I just, I hate it. I don't like it. Hate is a strong word and I probably shouldn't use it, but I don't like World Go Round. Yep. 1997. What came about? to Australia. Did they? Yeah. Did they play Big Day Out? They no. They toured with Weezer. Yep, that makes sense. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh, because oh, when this album here. came out, they went straight on the Vans Warped Tour. That was the other yeah. thing that blew up yeah, at really. the same time. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they were pitched that way. They were like, yeah, they so had street teams that went into high schools and it was all about skateboard companies and that's their initial image and that's how the album went from nobody watching it to... Taking off. Taking off slowly over a year. Yep. Yeah. Is this album staying on your listening device of choice, gentlemen? How do you listen to Edge? I know you've got it. How do you listen to No Doubt's uh, Tragic Kingdom when you put it on from start to finish? Because I assume you do that mm. at least monthly. Mm. Uh, is it is it vinyl, CD in the car? What have you got? Like a, an old bootleg tape? You know, did you initially tape it off somebody and still two, got that? Two devices. Two yeah. devices. Memory. Yep. Mm. Oh, and, you just you just play it in your head. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, with the volume down, just to film <laughs> clips. <laughs> <laughs> He's got subtitles. No on. music, yeah. just the imagery. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now nah, CD in the in the in the band van. Yep. Is yeah. that is does the van, band van run on CDs? Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's old school. We've got, we got Bluetooth. Yeah. Oh, we've got yeah. Bluetooth, but it's more fun. Yeah. It's actually it, it's 
Has it got a stacker or have you got a wallet? No, he's still got the wallet, man. Oh, yeah, he's got a wallet. It's a nostalgic so cool. thing. Yeah, it is. It's every other car. It's, only, like a, it's like a little time capsule, isn't it? it? Is, you know, yeah. you crack her open, it's like, oh, this was my favourite The one. only oh, thing that would impress me more. Mm. The only thing that would impress me more is if you had the visor. The visor. Oh, no. The oh, visor wallet. No, that, that broke when we get the kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Would still be there. Did you have one? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to seem cool. It was totally cool, man. But it's Wait, great. You, you open up this thing and it's got uh, it's got oh, it's got Cradle of Filth in there. That's yeah, yeah. My, that's my wife's influence. Yep. I know. That's a I big jump. That. That's you, a big yeah, jump from is. No Doubt to Cradle of Filth. Yeah. No Doubt and then Cradle of Filth. Yeah. Yep. And Danny Filth. Fun. What a crazy mm. voice. Yeah. It's yeah. It's. Not very positive. I, no. I like I like happy. <laughs> it's I like it's quite beautiful music. in its own way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit. Angry if you listen me. to the lyrics, it really is quite beautiful. I can't yeah, hear the I'm lyrics. Still mate. angry at my dad. It yeah. helped me through a very long uh, IT crowd. You haven't seen <laughs> IT crowd? <laughs> no, I've Rich, seen bits of it. Richmond yeah. in yeah. the he's he's not allowed out. He's a goth. He sta- he starts a goth reform program from goth to boss. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the way. To pick your next album that you do a podcast on, find a CD wallet somewhere and just open it and oh. see what's in there. Oh, that's interesting. It's it's fraught with danger. I do <laughs> like I do like calling people. It's a good, great idea. Yeah, maybe I should ask them what's in their CD wallet. We're that's, only gonna get nineties albums though. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah, not not many. This this you could get some earlier. Have you tried to buy? Has anybody okay? Has anybody ever seen anybody buy a CD lately? No, I nearly did. Did Sanity shut? Did, did Sanity shut? Yeah, Friday. it's gone. Yeah, the local music, the local guitar shop has got hundreds of oh, CDs yeah. there now. It's almost like they've been invented again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you have to go have. This a look. is a new thing. It's not like old dusty CDs. They've got new CDs. They they've bought like CDs in. Yeah, they're I still. Guess. They, they have, never used to have CDs. Thirty-two bucks. Or yeah, something. they did. We did a CD signing in their store. Yeah, but they didn't have a lot of CDs. In and their they store. weren't your yeah. CDs. You were signing other people's. <laughs> Just random. <laughs> hey, you want me to sign that? Uh, we, did you plan it? No. 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 Barry Here White. you go, kid. <laughs> Barry White won't mind that I signed his album for him. <laughs> I've just ruined your Slipknot album. <laughs> Sucked in. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about you, Tim? When when do you listen to Tragic Kingdom? Um. Yeah, the, the band van was the last time. But yeah, this like is I, when I, you concocted this crazy loony idea. No, 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 ideally, but like it just—it's just the way it's, it's uh, developed. I've definitely put it on many times in the past and just listened from start to finish. I do thoroughly enjoy the album, just from all points of view, and not just the fact it's it's Gwen. I, I enjoy no doubt the band. I find that find them to be an amazing band with Gwen. <laughs> Not separate of themselves, but uh, <laughs> you could take Gwen out and it would still be good. Yeah, sensational music. They wouldn't have sold as much. Maybe not. No. They just they, it was a confluence of things. Fifteen million still pretty good. Mm. Take a million <laughs> off that she would have got. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, like you know she had the right look at the right time. But like also like you you cannot deny Gwen's vocal performance on. Anything she does. Oh, I actually think she gets better. She is one of the goes. best bloody singers. Her harmonies are unbelievable. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and, and again, like as far as Tragic Kingdom goes, them getting to write bits and pieces that they probably didn't get to do much of before. Mm. And they hadn't done a lot of in-studio stuff. Uh, they'd done two albums before, but they're all sort of independent and weird. And so, Tragic Kingdom, you can hear that Gwen's still learning stuff. She get like they, they it's well produced and stuff. But her singing gets much better 
as it goes on. Like like anyone should. Yeah. The amount I'm, of tour yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you progress for sure, but like But I, I just I, think her delivery actually gets gets more nuanced. I don't I don't think it would have done as well if it wasn't Gwen singing. No, I don't think so either. Because what she was doing, like not no one had done it before, but she did it so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was absolutely unbelievable. Her vocal performance on the album was just Unbelievable. Who was she competing against in that time? Spice Girls. Yeah, Spice Girls. No, in that genre. There wasn't one. There no. wasn't anybody. The, that's the thing. I mean, you, you They're credited even. with sort of making scum. That's the reason we got Bare Naked Ladies and Bowling for Soup and... Smash Mouth. Smash, Smash Mouth. Mouth. There you go. When, when, Where's all the female singers, but... Yeah. It didn't explode. Like, it should have exploded this whole group of next generation of female singers. That's interesting. Mm. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. should have been watching it. Well, she went on and she became a pop icon. Identified so a pop with a lot icon of now. That, that teenage angsty girls that were listening to the album and said, I'm going to sing songs and write about being. Well, I think that's why Just a Girl still gets played. It does. Like, we're going to play that. It still, it still speaks to um, little teeny bobby girls who don't identify 100% with the Spice Girls mm. or Taylor Swift or, you know. Yeah, it's quite, quite a little. Uh a little encapsulated movement all to its own and it never, you know, it was just this little... Didn't Man, if you guys got TikTok... Didn't spawn heaps no. of other stuff. I mean, there is just like whatever you're into, it just gives you that and there are thousands of people out there doing the thing. So mm. if it was today, this came out, they would be one corner of that little internet. Yep. I don't think this album would have sold 16 million copies if it came out today. I don't think anybody can sell... 16, like it, it's very rare these days for that to happen. Mm-hmm. There's just so much choice. It, it, it's blinding. But they would be in a little corner of the internet and current pop culture, and they'd probably be ruling it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they would have got the mainstream. Well, it's really hard to get mainstream recognition these days in anything. Mm. It is. It is. It all depends if certain people in the right places want you to. Yeah. Well, and. Because it doesn't matter how good you are. It really is. That's quite small relevance to it. No, you've got to have a look, and somebody's got to see that look and go, I like that look. I think I can sell it. Yeah, yeah. So, how come you're still here, Wade? Nobody looked looked at you yet. Well, I I think they want attractive people that aren't a little bit chubby. Mm. Mm. Man, I don't know. You could find your corner of the internet unattractive yeah. chubby it's, people. It could be it <laughs> who could can be sing, the and then it'll be attractive one. people that are feeders that yes. just want to feed a man <laughs> and make him get bigger <laughs> and take videos of them feeding him. <laughs> I did a bit on your I, chin there. I didn't need to run down your OnlyFans, mate. It's, <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that different? <laughs> well, that's where the real money's made. Do you though. sing on OnlyFans? Um, I still really, <laughs> just in the, just I still in the background. Really don't quite understand what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was no doubt Tragic Kingdom. If you agree with Tim and disagree with me, that's cool. We don't care. This is uh, a podcast we do for the hell of it. And hey, Wade, thanks for coming along. It's been an absolute pleasure. We probably didn't spend enough time talking about the actual music because my mind wanders a little bit to other <laughs> stuff that's not funny. You know what? I, I just don't care. <laughs> like, at, at the end of the day, albums are a, they can be a personal thing, but they're best shared. Yeah. That's why we started the podcast. They are. And to, you know what to, happens? Just to talk about shit. Is that you can be after a gig sitting back at a hotel room or sitting back in a Airbnb or wherever you are. And someone's going to say, did you hear this? Did you hear that? But now we've got it at our fingertips. Mm. Yeah. So you don't have to, oh, I've got to get the CD wallet out of the van. <laughs> now I it's think just you jump should. on the phone or yeah. it's jump on um, YouTube on the television or something like that. Yeah, but as long as people are actually still 
listening to the creative output, which is a, which is sad for Eric. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't get his full vision anymore. We get half a vision and then half that. a good album. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to rag on Eric, but. Uh, well, it's 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 justified ragging, but then you've got just a girl. Mm. And on that bombshell, <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. <laughs> hey, if you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Actually, go up and talk to somebody. Say, hey, have you heard this podcast albums? And they'll say, oh, man, I haven't got enough room for another podcast in my life. You'd be like, but seriously, dude, this one's actually good. And we'll be like, wow, really? They think it's good? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. We could do with a few more listeners. And um, if you really, really like it, you can email albumspod at gmail.com and uh, tell me why I'm wrong or why I'm right. Or I'm just going to ramble until I cut this out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming along. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See ya.